grab a six or a cold one, and whatever else trips your trigger, we're about to embark on a dynasty road trip. That's right, we'll tool around the back roads of fantasy football land, taking in the sights of 10 and 12-man dynasty leagues. But leave your keys at home, because here's your drivers, Ron and Jonah. I am in surprisingly good shape, um, oh, considering good. I've had six mojitos and four beers. Um, in succession or sprinkled in between each other? Uh, well, it was all mojitos first. And then uh, when we went to Maddie's birthday thing, I switched to beers there. Um, so, yes, yeah, probably six mojitos between uh, noon and four. <laughs> and uh, four beers after that. And uh, well, let's see. Looks like beer number five is ready to roll. Mojitos first is like a, uh, it's like a, a band you'd hire if, uh, to put on a, like a Cinco de Mayo party. We've got these four white guys who have mildly Hispanic last names. It's uh, mojitos first. Um, let's talk some football. Hello and welcome to dynasty road trip. This is a dynasty fantasy football show where the idea is we're just hanging out at the fantasy bar. Um, having a few drinks. In my case, that's six mojitos, four beers, and counting. Uh, and then uh, we get in the car and drive you through fantasy land because that's what a road trip is. Thanks for for coming aboard today. We're heading out west. Um, might be might be a little bit of a hotter trip than we normally take. Crank up the um, AC, right? Debo Samuel just signed an extension though about <clears throat> uh, an hour ago. Okay, so he's. Uh, that, that was that was one piece, you know. Debo's a top ten wide receiver, you know. Anytime a guy, there's this, there's a new thing. Let, let's talk about the new thing in the NFL. Uh, I don't, I don't know exactly what sort of bargaining contract or thing happened, but these players who are mad at their contract um, but don't want to <laughs> lose money or lose their leverage, they're now called. Uh, it's not called no shows. It's called like show ends or something. Oh well, that'll change things. So they so like Debo Samuels, for instance, he's been at practice. Okay, so you can't dock him, right? Because you can't say he didn't show up. But he participates on the side. So he'll he'll be like they'll be running drills, and he'll just be like working out and running back and forth on the sideline. Um, man, three years, seventy-two million. Uh huh. Wow! Yeah. So what's that? Twenty four a year? Isn't that isn't that about exactly what DK Metcalf just got? I'm not even sure. Yeah, <clears throat> Metcalf just got got a contract too, and I want to say that very similar. He was also at camp, but not participating in the drills. But to put this into some context, that is four million a year more than Joe Flacco got for his massive quarterback contract after his Super Bowl run. You've been Flacco. Right. So the, that tells you the differential between what a mid-tier quarterback cost you compared to a top-flight wide receiver a right. decade later. They're right. just now catching Joe Flacco. Uh, and, you know, I don't know what this does to some of these franchises. Like, I mean, they're, they're throwing uh, – they're throwing a lot of money at, at wide receivers. And, you know, it used to be like four or five guys did, but I mean, I mean, these contracts coming out right now, they're, they're gigantor. Um, well, and, I think and we're going to get a bump in the cap coming up the next couple of years too, if I remember correctly. So we are, yeah. I think what you're going to see though, is that teams just can't, you know, the money's got to come from somewhere exactly. as a percentage. So you're, I think you're going to see uh you know, I, th- I think you're going to see more defensive players and offensive line players just move all over the place for the a, a bigger contract. But I don't think teams can keep up with, with you know. Um, I'm trying to think of a team that just has signed uh, a wide receiver to a huge contract and a, and a quarterback at the same time. Um, hmm. uh, oh, because it seems like everybody doing one doesn't do the other. Um, right. But you get rid of Wilson to sign Metcalf. You uh, mm-hmm. you've got a, a young guy in Lance that lets you offset Debo. It's yep. yeah, it's one or the other. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, it is interesting. Um, 
guess on that note, as I'm thinking through teams, um, makes me think man. about, uh, you know, what will happen when Jalen Hurts' contract comes up because that's always he's that gonna, was exactly what I was just thinking because yeah. they just traded for a wide, but they've also got another young wide that's going to be coming into a second contract in the next three years. So Indeed. Indeed. they're going to have a lot of decisions to make. I, but before we before we go, I've got a little bit of a road rage. And I know last week you were you were fired up. I think you you went off on about three road rages. In fact. Yeah, I and I stayed that way all week. I'm hoping yeah. that I've yeah. brought it down a notch today. Yeah, well, I think it's, I'm better. Okay, well that's good. That's Which, good. Obviously, you're driving, by the way. So uh, I am. I'm actually. Settled. I'm actually. Um, I'm I'm sober today, which feels <clears throat> weird. It's not not on purpose. Wow, that lucked out that it's your turn to drive i mean yeah i know i know dodged one there yeah well the 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 night the night is young so we'll see get a beer then yeah please do um i kind of something's been kind of driving perking me though here this last few weeks okay what the fuck is wrong with you would you go dynasty road trips about to get all revved up with a case of road rage um you know, our last podcast was right on the eve of training camp, and we started talking about um, we started talking about how people are going to react to any time a player got name recognition, right? And sure enough, the leagues I'm in that are dynasties, it started, and it it that damn pisses me off. And here here's what pisses me off: we, we use fob. Um, I should probably explain that to people who don't use FOB. Right. Well, let's walk yeah. everybody through FOB quick. Okay. So, free, what's FOB stand for? Free agent. Free. You sure free, you're the sober one here? Except <laughs> for. Acquisition budget. It's how you buy the guys off the wire. Otherwise, you just whoever gets there first, that's bullshit. It's, it's pretend money, it's free agent acquisition budget. Uh, mostly he's give you a hundred dollars and you have that hundred dollars to spend on a free agent player and you're bidding against other players. You guys had to oh. fight me to get it put into the nasty. I oh. did not want fob oh. at all. Oh, I, it before fob, I hated the waiver wire system so much. It was like, we either had it as the worst, the worst team got, got the best player. So you're rewarded for sucking. Right. Or, randomly based off the last time you made a wire waiver wire move your order you are up so if a, or a, you have it wide open and it's whoever yeah. fucking gets there first yeah uh, well, those, gets the player those were the old days my goodness right. i mean yeah. those are those were those were the days when uh businesses weren't even open on sundays and we all <laughs> we all were at home watching football it right. literally was like you actually, actually had to run to the computer to pick up. Oh, oh, Miles Austin! This guy yeah. looks like he's. I better get in there and oh. It wouldn't even be. It would be like uh, a guy would like, like go and down on the field and the one second. big play or yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, he would like maybe he twisted his ankle, so the, the trainer <laughs> would walk out to talk to him, and yep. four guys in your league would have. Then every running back on the roster was gone. Yeah, by the time you walked from your living room back to your PC like a goddamn right. caveman, they were gone, and uh, that's that's just that's no fun. No, so 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 Fob is here. Fob makes it makes it even. If someone gets hurt on Sunday, uh, everyone in the league has an ability to go out and spend that budget they have for the year. And if you really want them, you put a lot down, and if and if you don't, you put a little down, and maybe you win. It, it's pretty. I, I think it's great. I think it's very much so changed the outcome. But here's where I want to have a little bit of road rage. How in the hell, in every league that I play in, how in the hell do people have so much room on their rosters that anyone of note, anyone of note, yeah. is on another roster? And I'm not even talking about like, like they're cutting a guy. Like I, this week I saw like nine ads of players. Like, with, with with no cuts, and it's not big names. It's like guys that were like mentioned in one article. That like I'll I'll use an example: Isaiah McKenzie. I- Isaiah McKenzie is picked up in <clears throat> in all three of my dynasty leagues wow. because two three days ago there's an article saying uh, Jamison Crowder, the guy who's going to play in Isaiah McKenzie's spot, is nursing the sore muscle. So Isaiah McKenzie's been taking the reps, and he's looked really good. 
Because so clearly, what do you know? They're seven on seven, and they're not trying. So right. Wow. But but I look at my roster, and I say, you can't cut anybody for him. I like right. <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like who's like, got that much shit? Who's that got that can... much shit on the roster? Prime no. example. A uh, prime example. A guy we've been talking about a lot. Staple of the show. Lavisca Chenault. Right. Um. He's out there on the wire in a couple of leagues, and I was I said on the pod. That's a guy that I would pick up and stash on my bench. I looked at my bench. I can't. Yeah. There is no one worth cutting for LaVisca Chenault. And if you do, I feel sorry for your roster. Well, uh, I'll I'll tell you the guy. So I I don't mind saying this. Like, uh, And you could look at your roster too, but I can tell you. I'm just going to use the nasty because the nasties are nice. It's a really great uh, consistent, well-run league. Let's put it that way. Good baseline to go by. Right. <clears throat> Pretty, uh, I, I'd say the scoring and the functions have kind of become standard. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guys in this league know what they're doing. It's, right. Uh, it's a well-managed league team to team. Yep. Yep. I agree. So I, I go down that roster, and I, I'm just going to use the Isaiah McKenzie example, right? So I, I look at it, and I say, ah, I would have to cut uh, the rookie. This is my worst player on my roster. Jalen Tolbert, who's the mm. third string wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, who will be with Michael Gallup out, is guaranteed to be at least the third, if not the number two wide receiver in the Cowboys offense. Funny. That is the exact guy in my 12 man who was like, I can't cut him for LaVisca Chenault. Like, right. that's stupid. I mean, right. Tolbert's younger. He's in a better place. He's like, man, you can't. I, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't understand I, it. I, and, and these are savvy guys. I'm not. I'm not ripping on the guys that are making these cuts. Or they're right. making these pickups. Like the guy uh, in our league uh, yesterday. Uh, one of the guys who I think is one of the best players in the league picked up KJ Osborne and Isaiah McKenzie. Yeah, and I tried. I was going to get it on Osborne, but it was yep. the same deal. Who, right. who do I cut? Like right. I like Osborne. He's a great guy to get in on. What What do you do? I mean, right. we're going to have to bring back short, long, and gone here soon. Right. So it's, it's kind of, it's, I just, you know, my, my road rage, my angst is like, like I, it's a time of year where you get a little trade fever and you get, you want to pick up guys, but like, yeah, but like I, I can't because I'm Any just well-managed team will not have room for, right. for a McKinsey, or, which is mind boggling. Cause like you said, the guy who just picked two of them up is a guy who knows what he's doing. And right. th- that has to be a pup move. Well, let's let's go and see because he's not dropping anybody with those picks, so he's got to have a, a fucking corresponding pup move or IR. Let's let's. I mean, we got to find out, don't we? Yeah, I'll be damned. Yeah, Tunyon, Gallup, and Marquise Brown are on his pup. IR. Yep, all pup. Okay. Well, then, then you know what? I'm going to continue my road rage. On another topic, but I'm going to ping you back on it. Pup. Okay. I thought I knew it. I thought I knew like all the rules of the NFL. Like I have to learn oh. the restricted free agents and the. That uh, I think we have. I think we've oh, got yeah. that figured out. Uh, unrestricted, uh, restricted. I First like round tender, that. third yeah. round tender. Uh, I, I mean, I have to learn all that stuff. And then, you know, the IR slot, then they, they've changed that this year on the yeah. link. We talked a little bit about that. Yeah, a few years ago, IR meant season done. Right. Now it's like, hey, you want to come back a couple of weeks? All right, you come on back. Uh, uh, so, pup, right? So I, I think a player goes Physically on, unable to perform. Right. But apparently what I've learned is that, like, when, when I used to see that in the past, when I saw a player go on pup, it usually happened before the season started. They were out six weeks. That's right. what I know of pups. Six weeks. Exactly. I, right? So what, what's been able to happen is if, like, Clemmy here has a few guys on pup, he can bring some players up, right? So, um, but but what's odd this year is pup in training camp seems to be, you can change your mind in 24 hours. I have cool. seen some things that I was like, wait a minute. Wasn't he eligible yesterday? I even had a guy moved. I moved right. him to pup, and it was like less than an hour. I tried to make a move, and they're like, "You can't do that. He's not on pup." Like, was that Clyde? Was uh, it Clyde Edwards-Helaire? Yes, yes yeah. it was. 
Clyde was on pup for about like two a day hours. and a half. Yeah. A day and a half. Seriously. Um, so yeah, before I even picked up the replacement, cause I took my time and started looking around and yeah, before so, I could grab a LaVisca Chenault equal. Right. I, uh, so what is like, the goddamn benefit of that? What, what, what is the benefit for the, the Kansas city chiefs to have Clyde Edwards on pump for one day? Right. You're not I, bringing an extra player up to your roster to get you through a week, which is right. generally what pup was. Right. Um, it was it was buying you that extra roster spot so that you right. didn't have to cut somebody because right. you needed a running back all of a sudden. It's I mean, I mean, are you are you really like at this point are the Kansas City Chiefs really like you know what we've got ninety guys on the field, but you know tomorrow I'd like to try out this kick returner. We need nine. We need a spot for ninety one. Yeah, <clears throat> Clyde wants to take Wednesday off. Yeah, let's let's put Clyde on pup and let him go get a Dr Pepper. So. Uh, the, these moves here, you know, here, here's the thing that, that I, I'm wondering too, like what's going to happen. Okay. So, you know, Clemmy just paid three bucks, Bob, uh, right. for these two players, Whatever. but tomorrow he might have to cut one of these guys when because pup changes, there's no predictability on pup. So I, I'm hoping and I, I got to read a little bit more about this, but, but I'm, I'm angry that I have to learn a whole other thing on how to manage a team because <laughs> right. fuck. I mean, like, like that's that's not good. I have a guy on pup in the league. I've got his roster spot filled. When that guy comes <clears> off pup, I either have to tip my hand that I like the guy that maybe exactly. no one's looking at, yeah, right. And that's where I'm where I'm mad. And I'm trying to if I look at my uh, my other league here. Well, everyone knows I love Lavisca Chenault. Well, that's that goes without saying. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows that we love some Lavisca Chenault, the player I, and the activity. Yeah, I have uh, J.K. Dobbins on my pup right now. Okay, um, he's he's claiming that he's going to be ready by week one. Beat writers are uh, less uh, optimistic. I think it's like Ian Rappaport and him got into it a little bit at oh. one point here. Yeah, about Ian Rappaport saying he's not close to coming back, and J.K. Dobbins saying like, he's ready for week one. Fuck you! I'll fight you with my good leg. Yep. So I actually, <laughs> I actually in this league. I, I did not find a guy that I felt like I needed to pick up. Um, and I have an empty spot on this, anticipating that at any moment, J.K. Dobbins could go off of Pup. And, right. I'd have to, and I'd have to tip my hand on a guy. So I'd rather just take a guy that no one's looking at right now and just kind of leave him on the wire instead of having to cut him. And I think it's a strategy. I, I don't like it, but it makes me mad because if you would say – Fuck, fucking tell me that when you put J.K. Dobbins on the pup, he's out for four weeks minimum. Then I would take the risk and take that guy saying, you know what? Within right. four weeks, he's someone else month. will be injured. Yeah, he's got a month to prove it. Right? I'll make another call. But I, I can't tell you what that means anymore. That fucking man. Oh, I'm swearing. Family's walking in the house. I'm mad at pup. I'm mad at pup. Doesn't even. It's a stupid acronym anyways. Yeah. We got to change it. Let's change we it. Do. We need something better. What's better than pup? Yeah. Oh, man. Now that you say it out loud, it's going to be hard to beat. Yeah. Short, Fuck. concise. I know. Physically unable to perform. It's fun to say. Put him yeah. on a pup. Put him on a pup yeah. list. It is, it is fun to say, isn't it? It okay. is. Kind of, yeah. Ah, see? Yeah. I was able to turn you around on it. Yeah. Okay. You helped a little bit with the road rage, but... um. Okay. I, you know, it's like a puppy. It's cute. Okay. I've calmed down a little bit. But no, I'm with you, though. It's bullshit. But you know what I know about? I, I know that pups are fucking annoying until they turn into dogs. But at <laughs> least I've got a timeline. At least I got a timeline. But, but yeah, I, and pups are adorable. Maybe that's right. the thing. You're a pup for like six weeks. So, yeah. And you're like a big dog. Um, so yeah, NFL every every year there's something new for me to learn about some rule that got put in that benefits someone somehow and I cannot I cannot I get all the rules so far because I understand someone's either benefited either the players benefited or the coaching staff has benefited or the NFL has benefited or the owner has benefited. Yeah, right? some like, kind of bargaining chip for someone. I don't understand in what world someone's like you know what would be great if that guy could be on the pup list for one day. I don't. I don't know where that was an awesome thing for someone. And did I, they did they just remove 
the limit and just say it's pup now and because i mean ir used to be ir and then it was like well ir could be like six weeks and now it's like okay so i'm not even sure what ir means anymore but i understood the difference from ir to pup now i don't understand the difference now i don't know why you need both and i'm guessing that that are the same one of them can go i bet you pup is is the exact same rules that always is for regular season so i'm gonna call preseason pup heavy Ooh. Physically unable to perform prior to the year. Oh, huh? shit. Puppy. I am in on puppy. Puppy. All right. Let's 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 freshen up and hit the road on that note. Oh, hell yeah. Let's smoke the puppy. That's fucking good. Prior to the year. Hell yeah. Yeah. Puppy. I like it. Uh, you'll have to link me in a sec, so uh, then we'll... We'll road trip here through the West. I'll link you so hard. (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? (laughs) Yeah. You're going to leave me physically unable to perform. Well, just prior to the year. It's time to settle up at the bar and the bathroom. Top off that tank and grab one for the road, because we're about to take you around the league on a dynasty road trip. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo. Yeehaw! Now you got the energy. This is yeah, it's yeah. quite a change from the last episode. Yeah, I'm bringing it. Well, I mean, I guess I was just kind of gonna try to avoid it and seamlessly patch them together, but uh, it seems we've had an incident where, uh, see, I'm too cheap to pay for Zoom. Because fuck that. So we get cut off at 40 minutes. And uh, once you're done with a session, it, it'll start to download or convert. And essentially, if you get really fucked up when you record and accidentally click stop conversion, you lose the file. So, mm. uh, yeah, essentially our road trip through the West went poof. Um, well, that's fine. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't that great anyway. No, do we want to go back out west? Because you know, they we say might as well is- wrap it up, huh? <clears throat> I heard a rumor that life is sweeter there. <laughs> I yeah, think, I, uh, let's do it. Uh, I need to get some liquor. I mean, yeah. What do you mean? Why would you not already have liquor? Uh, okay, I, I had a I had a, a root beer rolling, but uh, got now my- you're. Quality house. Oh yeah. Well, oh yeah. yeah. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Quality house, not to be confused with value home liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Just all right place. <laughs> Average at best malt liquor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, below average dwelling. That's. <laughs> Say I was gonna run. I was about to say I ran out of synonyms for dwelling, and then I was like, "Oh, that that's one. Use that." No, one. there's so many good synonyms, synonyms, <laughs> synonyms for dwelling. Maybe we are about where we left off on the last one. Uh, yeah, I don't remember the West very much, but no, I know we did stadiums. So that was yeah, our, that was yeah. Our we thing. did we did Western stadiums, which you know that was lame. Yeah, just scrap yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, scrap it. Fuck that. Pivot on the yeah. fly. Yeah. Yeah. Who cares about stadiums? If you haven't been there, you don't care. Except for I the mean, one in Vegas, I've heard is quite fantastic. Yeah. Where well, you uh, you just order from like an app at your seat, and they mm-hmm. bring out your beer and food and shit. And I went to a Packer game. They did that. Oh, okay. So yeah. maybe that's more becoming like a league standard thing. Except what we noticed is we happened to uh, me and my buddy. He landed some club seats. And we noticed on the app, you got a better selection of what could be brought to your seat based off your ticket price. Oh, well, that only makes sense. We've got to. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's how they do it up in Entitled Town. (laughs) As with anything, you got money. We're going to give you the premium experience. Yeah. Well, all the pores drink Miller Lite. Right. Right. Fucking Uh, pores. Let's, uh, I mean... What's the hot topic in the West right now is is hot topic. Like the right, heat. yeah. So I mean, let let's talk about stadiums that uh, are least likely to be destroyed via natural disaster. 
Nein. I'll go for that. Like, like when we go to like Arizona, can are you allowed to flush the toilet and the bathroom? I don't know. Like, what if the stadium just combusts? Yeah. Like, can the players take oof. showers? <laughs> that? For Zach Ertz just burst into flames running a seam <laughs> route. Like, oh, oh, man. Oh, well. He caught on fire again. I'm a phoenix. I'm a real phoenix. Mm. Um, well, I think the nice thing about going back out west is we were, we were pretty bored when we were doing some of these divisions. I mean, last week I was pretty angry. Yeah. There's just nothing. Um, well, that was know. the East, though, man. I mean, yeah. that took, yeah. honestly, uh, yeah. I needed help to get through the East. Yeah. There, that, there wasn't much to be joyful about, was there? It was no, probably that, was, that felt dirty. Yeah, but it felt good to be mad at it finally. It's like a therapy session for me. Like the East had power over me that it doesn't anymore. You <laughs> no, know, I just wanted it out of my life. I was just like, I gotta, I gotta I know. do this. It's like a thing that you agreed to months ago, and then it's like, oh fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah. Now I gotta strong. go do that thing. And all right, let's go through the East, but I'm not gonna be sober. No. Well, hey, you know, it's it's one week away from today. Um, we'll be watching mm. NFL football. Mm, Lord. That's tasty. It is. Um, I mean, do you care if I, uh, do you care if I do a little road rage? That'll be, I'm not as angry as I was last week, but I got to do a little rage. Yeah. What? Well, hey, that's why I made the goddamn sounders, right? Let's right? use them. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go? Dynasty road trips about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. <gasps> this goddamn preseason was ridiculous. It was it was absolutely unnecessary. Like if that's what we're doing in the NFL, if that's really what we're doing, just don't even like just just have one preseason game and don't tell fans that you're doing it. Because <laughs> like seriously, like like what we saw, like did we see any games where the starting teams played each other? Did we see any game where that happened? <sighs> Nah, I I didn't watch much of anything, honestly, and I just no. realized I, I'd completely forgotten that we're down to three. Mm-hmm. So it was like, what, while that was kind of nice, it was like I, I didn't even pay attention till the third game and didn't even get to fucking watch it. Most of the guys that played in the third game, for most, well, see, there's a great example. You're talking about your Steelers team. Remind me again who they played in the last game. The Lions. The Lions. So... You know, the Steelers actually played their starting offense for a good chunk of that game, and the Lions were like, let's not put Jared Goff out there. That's too risky. No, we can't bet the franchise. Right. So it's just, it was just kind of like, what, why? I don't, like, I can't explain. (laughs) Again, I don't like things I can't explain. I have an issue. But, like, why, why does a team like the Lions feel really great about their starting offense, and a team like the Steelers need to run them out for a full first half? Like I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, like why does, why does Tom Brady play, and Patrick Mahomes plays, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't play? Like, I, I don't like, I don't get the the rhyme or reason. And there's like, if there's one thing in the NFL where coaches aren't consistent at all, it's the preseason. Yeah, everybody's like they, got such a different philosophy yeah, on it. I just, it's crazy. Like, it seems like everything in the NFL always comes together for some reason, except what we do with preseason and I don't like it and I'm not excited about it. And it's football and I hate turning on TV and being like, I'm gonna watch some football. And I'm like, I can't watch this. And then I go to watch the highlights and I'm like, there's a 10 minute highlight clip of the game. And I watch 34 seconds. I'm like, well, seen everything I need to see. (laughs) Right. Everybody's out by then. So yeah, it's just, uh, it's, it's unnecessary and it should just be like what they should do is they seem to just do what they all do anyways. They should just have joint practices. Like, <laughs> like, like that's what they do anyways, right? Like, uh, I can't sell tickets to that. Oh, that's true. It's all about money, isn't it? Yes. And then, and that's then, why we're down to three preseason games because we got week seventeen, which flummoxes all my goddamn math. I'm, I'm still not speaking of road rage. I'm about to go up. Dynasty Road Trip's about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. 17? 
What the fuck is 17? You know what? You know what mm. I need? I need a goddamn middle of the road, mediocre eight and eight team mm-hmm. with their coach on the hot seat. That's what I need. I need it to be easily digestible. Eight and eight, even numbers, 16 split down the middle. Now what? Fucking nine and eight. Like that. that I did. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, even saying that. Do you want to know? You want to hear my theory on it? I think, I think I know why. I think I know why we're nine and eight. Money always, right? But oh, yeah. guess what? Guess what? For a few years, we've had some just shit 6 a.m., 7 a.m. games in Europe, right? Yes. So we're, we're, tr- we're trying to move NFL across the country, right? And we've gotten away with it because guess what, Jacksonville Jaguars? You just lost a home game. No one, no one <laughs> right. cares. No right. one cares. But guess what? Green Bay is playing in, in London this year. For the first time ever. You know yeah. why? Because they're not giving up the damn home game because they got eight and eight. So the fans can't be like, oh, oh. great. We lost a game. Now we only have seven home games. So that's true. I, I think the reason why we're at 17 games has nothing to do with anything but them wanting to expand their shit to Europe and the home base having that as their argument on why we shouldn't. You know, that's true because that really does take that out of the equation of mm-hmm. course now that opens a whole nother can of worms about well which teams get nine home games this year because usually yeah. everybody gets half and half but now oh now we're gonna oh what i only get eight home games fuck you yeah but fast forward to four years from now there'll be eight home games eight away games and you'll play in another country <laughs> right Th- that's right. what's coming that's what they're setting up yeah now that now, the next thing I want to say, let's keep on going on this road. It just feels good. I yeah, feel like because we'll, we'll blaze spirit. through the West. I don't right? think there's a whole lot to say. So, yeah. You don't get to. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go? Dynasty Road Trip's about to get all revved up with a case of road rage. You don't get to live in Norway and have a noon kickoff game, and I have to wake up <laughs> at 5 a.m. to watch it. Yeah, I guess football is very good. You play at 2 a.m. so Americans can watch it at noon because it's our game. <laughs> right. That's right. dumb. Like, I don't know. I, who who wants to get – think if, if we Yeah, watch you guys it, can have a 5 p.m. game. Fuck you. Right. Like, like people in California are supposed to get up at 4 a.m. to watch the Jaguars play the Colts? Well, like, and the more important thing is these people aren't used to this anyway. Why are you making it at noon? It's not like, well, that's what they're used to, that noon kickoff. Nah, their shit's already Mm -mm. all fucked up. NFL football starts here, and they either watch it later uh, than our time, or they they watch it on a delay. I mean, it's... Why are we... Well, it gotta be noon. It's un-American for us to not make them bend to our will. Right, right. Fucking metric system? No. We're gonna be the only country in the goddamn world that says... 12 inches and a foot is a great way to do it. Yeah. Oh, and then three feet makes a yard, so that gives you 36. And 36 is a nice round number. I mean, just now, great. Now, if we start putting yard markers out in meters, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm just going to lose my shit. <clears throat> um, Does the yeah, CFL use meters? Are they around anymore? I uh, think so. Hmm. Yeah, they are. I wonder. Depends on your territory, eh? Because their they're, they're field's like 110, but I guess I've always just said yards, but mm. that's meters. Huh. That's interesting. That is a... Huh. That's one wow. for the almighty Google. Yeah. Uh, oh, almighty Google. I'm, not, I'm, I'm just going to leave it a mystery. I'm not even going to look. Yeah. Because you know, you know why? Because cause it's, it's Canadian football and it's not real. I, I refuse to acknowledge it. Yeah. We no, I just 110. That's just the fuck out of here. I get what the NFL is trying to do by expanding it to other countries, bringing a bigger fan base. Maybe you get a few guys, you start football programs in these other countries. It's bloody, bloody, bloody. But I don't, I don't know. How, how do you feel about, how do you feel about that whole idea? Like the international sport, like basketball has definitely become an international sport. And I do love. For sure. I do love a little Giannis Antetokounmpo. I do enjoy that. Uh, he wouldn't be here without that expansion. So who knows what star players are bringing in? There might be a a six nine Norwegian left tackle who locks That's down 
my Broncos left side for a decade. And I'd be like, yeah. thank God they played a 2 a.m. game in Norway. Or that <laughs> Olaf Vandersloot on the blind side. I remember I was a little boy. I was about eight and I went to 2 a.m. in the morning. Now I'm Irish. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. My uh, my Norwegian dude uh, turned uh, a little bit Amish by the end. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, nope, pull the fucking cord. Nope. We got to bail out of this one. But anyways, limited fake Norwegian football <laughs> yeah. guy is not going to be a winner of a recurring character. <laughs> I thought you said to go on three. Yeah, now I've made him Amish, you know. Yeah. Amos well, Smuckers playing yeah. tight end. I, I, I thought hope the count good. was on three, English. Yeah. <laughs> snap oh. the ball on two, right and true. <clears throat> That's good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the... I don't know. I, I will say that the time pisses me off. That that's the part that pisses me off. The rest of it, I guess, I'm okay. Yeah, like I said, yeah. they don't know the difference. Uh-uh. It's it, you could start it at the time that they're used to seeing it. That would make yeah. more sense. Go, no, 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 no. You could. It's like that guy that takes you to some fucking shitty restaurant and tells you you've got to try a certain. No, 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 no. You guys, you guys got to try it at noon. So yeah. much better at noon. Like, yeah. No, I've been no. doing it this way. No, no, no. Trust me. Trust me. Try it at noon. It'll be so much better. I mean, think about if you're like a, you know, a college student and it's like 2 a.m. and the bars close and you just head off to the football game. <laughs> that, maybe that's why they don't do it at 2 a.m. <laughs> this is a stadium full of just really wasted people. Because I think in Norway at noon, that's probably the same scenario. Just a bunch of wasted people. I like, yeah. I don't know if you're doing it right though. I've uh I've been to Madison on a game day and holy mm. fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. Uh, yeah, I had my car die where I needed somebody to help me push it to dump the clutch. Two totally hammered drunk college kids at like nine thirty AM. We'll push your car, dude. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. Hey, let's let's address that a little bit. Human beings of the world. When you drop the amount of cash that you drop to go see a college or NFL football game or a music concert, back in the day when we were young and it wasn't three paychecks to go see these events, it was fine if you blacked out and didn't remember the event at all because you're at about $27. But you're like, you like go to like a Packer game. You could drop up to like $500 for a really great seat. And then you're going to go up there and pass out on the field. Like before you go in the door. Shit can hammered. Yeah. Like, it's like be responsible. Like, like get, get drunk in the, in the third quarter. <laughs> I mean, work up to it. You fucking yeah. newbies. What the, what the, you know what? I'm going to, I'm taking us off onto another one. What the fuck is wrong with you? Would you go? Dynasty road trips about to get all revved up. With a case of road rage. Like, uh, listen here. You're in Wisconsin. Who, yeah. who is, like, are you so fucking new at this? Like, oh, I remember my first beer. You're fucking wasted when you got in there? Like, I yeah. get not wanting to pay for the beers at the stadium. That's prohibitive. And, yeah. and getting a good, but, but you can't fucking come in and piss yourself. I mean, no. come on, represent this ba- fucking amateur hour bullshit. It's called baseline drinking. You know, get get to the point that you just need, you know, to keep it. You, yeah, you like have a, maybe five or yeah. six in the parking lot, and right. uh, and then, then you if just I drink maintain, a, right? If I have a beer quarter, right? You know, just like you know, a big, it's only going to be seventy two dollars, and then I'll be fine, and I won't I won't puke on my neighbor's face, and I'll still be buzzing and feeling good. Um, still, still not able to drive. So, uh, yeah. What are we talking about here? Uh, and I'll have enjoyed the game, not fucking pissed myself and threw up on my shoes. Cause I, I, I feel like, I feel like in Europe they'll drink responsibly. I mean, they, they've had years of practice on how to make it through soccer games. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. They've, they can deal with hooligans. I mean, Oh, I love it. I love, I wish there was football hooligans. Although. I've seen a lot of clips. There are, there's some some fights up in those stands that are, yeah, but yeah. That's that's happening know. more and more. 
hooligan kinds of kind of gives off almost like a good natured like oh right. that hooligan tried to put the stick in my bum when I bent over to get the beer you you kids these days I feel like it's a, always a group too I never think of a hooligan as a single person right I don't know if you can be a single hooligan um uh, mm. Yeah, this, like I said, hooligan feels like a certain vibe. Yeah, you know, one yeah. guy. Uh, no. he's not a hooligan. He's an asshole. He's he's the guy who would want to be a hooligan, though. Like, no, I'm a totally right. hooligan. No, no, I got a, I got a bunch of the rest of the hooligans are going to be here any minute. I got yeah, so you, many cool friends. Are you sure? Because you kind of seem like you're trying to be a solo hooligan. No, 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 no. Seriously, like like you ask all my friends, they'll be like, no, he's a total hooligan. Um, the singular of hooligans is asshole. Mm-hmm. Can I tell a hooligan story? Well, I think you have to. I feel like I feel like this would be a guy who was trying to be a hooligan that failed. Um, back when I was sixteen, I went down to uh, Davenport, Iowa, to see my first concert without my parental supervision. Oh, yep. I went and saw Green Day. Um, and big, big show in a hockey rink to put the floor down, took the ice up, obviously, and, uh, was in the mosh pit. No, clearly. Which was great. Great times in the nineties, the mosh pits and, uh, got caught a, caught a tooth above the eyelid, little, little bleedy on the face there. Right. To which, uh, one of the guys I was it with was like, Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> and he, he left to use the bathroom and he came back. And he was bleeding, but it was clear that he had just scratched his cheeks to make himself bleed. He so wanted to be a part of the hooligans, but yeah. that was that was a solo hooligan. Yeah, that's an asshole. Yeah, that's an asshole. Hey, no, I got I got beat up in the mosh pit too. No, 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 <laughs> no. I'm a hooligan. No, no, you're not, Kyle. Oh, no, you're not. You're just the guy who scratched his face, man. Yeah, you went like, to the bathroom. You probably had to finish crying about it before you came back. That was great. Oh, mosh pit hooligans. Mm. Yeah, I went to a concert in Florida. It was a uh, street concert where they had everything blocked off. And this is the late Mm. 90s. So, you know, like you said, mosh pit. And uh, mosh pit in Orlando, Florida, in the middle of downtown between the buildings on blacktop where the air doesn't flow. And I'm such a honky, I don't do well with heat anyway. But I was out there, you know, moshing, doing my thing. And then it kind of got like, whoa, okay, I got to. So I took a couple steps back and got to the edge of the circle and kind of, you know, taking a breather. And some fucking solo hooligan behind me fucking shoves me back into the mosh pit. Mm -hmm. So... I am like winded and woozy and I get shoved back in without expecting it. And I get just hammered by a couple of people. And (laughs) I remember I just turn around forearm shivered. This fucking guy took him out. And then I just pointed at the crowd (laughs) and they opened up and let me walk out. (laughs) It was one of those, it was just so instinctive. It was like, I don't want to be in here anymore. This isn't a game. Bam. <laughs> Fucking dude goes down like, this guy wants to be over that way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let him go. Let him go there. Um, it's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. That might be an example of a single person. I may have been a solo hooligan there. Uh, well, no. I think you were close to becoming a solo hooligan, but then you stood up for yourself. Uh, do you remember the old classic move? I don't know how we got on Auschwitz, but I kind of like it. It's been a while. The other classic move was no matter what concert you were at, there was always the dude who looked like he had was at a Pantera concert. <laughs> like, I mean. Yeah. Like, what, I don't even like this music. I'm here right. to hit some teenagers right. in the face. I spent $42 to hurt somebody. And I hate this music, so I'm feeding off the anger of not liking what I'm paid for. Right? right? You ain't gonna like the chains on my leather jacket, bro. No, exactly. And he, I mean, he always smelled strongly of sweat and Newports. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. And then he would the the tactic of standing on the other tactic of mosh pit shittiness was the guy who would stand on the edge of the mosh pit and put your foot in front of you and push you. Right. Oh. So it'd be a behind the back trip. I never got that. 
Oh yeah, those those the, the violent mosh pits that I went to. That that was a classic move. Stand on the side and trip the guy and push him towards the pit. Oh man, that's bullshit. You're just gonna get trampled. I was yeah. pissed enough getting shoved in without my consent. No, I, I think sh- I have to consent to moshing. I think that's mm-hmm. not back in the nineties. You know, no. so much, there didn't no so consent. much need. You could just be forced to mosh against your will. Uh, I slow motion moshed once. <laughs> with uh i know ryan peterson was there with me um we went to a bush and Goo dolls concert and bush had played like everything zen or something everyone was moshing and then they broke into glycerine <laughs> and we we're and there's this this giant pit and all of a sudden it's just this quiet song so like uh seven or eight of us were like slow motion moshed it was beautiful and that's fantastic. badass yeah it was pretty fun not a cell phone in sight no I apologize for saying Google Dolls out loud. That's on me. That like a top five shittiest band name. Uh, it's it's pretty up there. Yeah, Goo that's Goo Doll. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty up there, isn't it? It's pretty yeah, awful because it's it's not even like one of those that's ironic bad. You know, like butthole surfers. Like ah, uh, that's kind of you know, like yeah. Ah, no, we're Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, like really. I think that's. Yeah, do you think that's like a, a scenario where they like their first show went better than they expected, and they're like, "Ah, shit." I, I you know, I always <laughs> thought that about ACDC and yeah. Angus Young being married to that fucking schoolboy thing for forty-five years. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck, that had to be the thing that stuck, huh? Right, dressing up like a fucking kid, and like, oh, yeah. okay, well, short yeah. pants for the next yeah. forty-five years. Yep, yep. There you go. Well, uh. We've worked completely away from football. Yeah, we definitely took some turns. Uh, on yeah. <laughs> I think what, we're lost. Yeah, I think we went down the wrong scenic road. This is not where I planned on being right now. Sometimes when you're out on a road trip having some cold ones, you get to talking. And then when you look up, you realize you have no idea where the hell you are. We call this one taking the scenic route. Um, but it's nice here. I kind of like it. It's uh, it's comfortable. A little reminiscing back in the day when we used to road trip. I mean, uh, we we would road trip to concerts all the time. I mean, <laughs> right? Because you didn't stay anywhere. No, you didn't stay anywhere. That's no, we never got a hotel in Milwaukee. No, la di da, Mister Fucking Moneybags. You got right? a hotel? Now we're gonna get in the Chevy Celebrity and drive back to Lacrosse. Of course, uh. I mean, you, you and me went to some great concerts. I mean, my my favorite like road trip to a concert moment um, was definitely the donut fight down the interstate on the way to Milwaukee. Mm. Do you remember the donut fight? We were going to see Beck. <clears throat> see, now that's one of those things where I'm not sure if I remember the donut fight or I was just told about it. Because were you? I um, passed out for most of that trip. I actually stayed up all night drinking. Mm. And I believe at about six o'clock, I got a giant two-liter Mountain Dew to try to keep myself going. But uh, yeah, no, I do, I do remember of the the donut fight. Well, because this, is, so you just fell into the category of what we were talking about. Because you only were out forty-two bucks by not being conscious for the show that you went to. No, I only fell asleep during uh, Linda Perry. Is that her name? Yeah. Well, we all fall asleep during Linda Perry. Well, it was like a 14-minute blues song, and I literally fell asleep, and when I woke up, it was still going. No, it wasn't It wasn't a blues song. It was their only song that anyone knew her for. No, no. It, this was just something uh, just something else that was just oh. went on forever. And it's got to be so disheartening because it was early, so there's literally like 45 people out mm-hmm. in the audience, and you got one dude dead center just asleep. Like, <laughs> that she can't... Did- they can't make the day go. She played for like forty minutes, and she did two songs. That's what I'm, that's that's kind of my recollection too. Yeah. yeah. No, no. She just did. I step outside and I get with her, and I say, "Hey, yeah." I do enjoy that track. Yeah. Did you enjoy all eighteen minutes of her singing it with her sweaty pits in your face? I probably did. Yeah, but the other song, not so much. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, like I said, passed out, woke up, same song. Back, uh, Bloodhound Gang. Bloodhound Gang was great. I mean, how many times do you get on stage with a goddamn band? 
Well, that was a different one. That was the second time you and I saw Blood Hungry. Roarfest was in the Coliseum. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that yeah. was that same day. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I forgot we saw Bloodhound that day. So oh, focused on Beck. Something weird has happened here. Usually you are the one telling me all the things that happened. Well, you just said Bloodhound, and I instantly jumped to uh, the rave. Yeah, well, that was fun. We got on stage with those guys. Yeah, that's huh. that's still a highlight, man. Yeah, that was pretty great. You guys want to come back and party with us? We're 19. <laughs> Shut up, dude. I'm 20. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, should we get back to football? Yeah, because uh, <clears throat> as I stated in the opening, I'm cheap, so the clock's ticking. Hey, where do I see the clock? What, what? How much time we got left? That's here? a good question. I honestly don't fucking know. They usually give me like a little countdown to say, "Hey," right, but idiot. only when it's dangerous, like ten. Huh, yeah. Well, well we're, let's live dangerously. Screw it. We are. Ooh, we just had two oh, picks come in in a slow picks. motion. Should we? Should we hop off onto that maybe real quick? Oh, I, I would love to. So you and I have. We we are we have completed one draft um, in a league that we're in together, but not really. We did a mega bowl together, right? Um, that was fun, and uh, we are currently. I mean, we're currently in the middle of the, our return to a triumphant, league triumphant triumphant return. Yeah, uh, the league that we were a part of many many moons ago. That twenty years. Uh, 20, 20 years, years ago. Jim that, started this league in our apartment in Lacrosse on 9th Street. Crazy. So that would have been 03 and 04. So 03, this league started. This will be year 20. Wow. Yes. Wow. So we're coming back in. I think I think we you and I were probably in for a good 10 straight years and then dropped out, got back in, dropped out, got back in. Um <clears throat> Seems like maybe over the years, the weeding out of the douchery has happened. Yeah. There was a heavy level of douchery happening. Yeah. Yeah. I think you get some of that. And I've mentioned this in another pod, but I've given up on trying to not play in these leagues now. It's pointless. Every year I fight. And every year I actually succeed in dropping a league, but then I come back with more. I, and it yep. happened again this year. I, I quit a league, and I was like, dude, I can't do it. I didn't want to do this last year because I quit a different league and then got into this one. Like, I can't do it. I'll, and then he's like, hey, well, what about SIA league? I was like, well, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I probably yeah. won't do that, right? I mean, I'll do that, just that one. Just, well, and that just replaces the one that I quit. So I'm still even, so it's not bad. And then you mentioned the Mega Bowl because I've never done one of those. It sounds super cool. So I was like, okay, well, now I'm officially, I've quit a league and I'm at more than last year. And then right as I was kicking myself in the taint over this, the message came in that uh, this fabled league was teetering on going mm-hmm. out and they needed people and i was like well well fuck it i give up yeah i just i'm i'll accept all your invites i don't care anymore and it's kind of beautiful because um you know addiction wins the addiction wins but this was this let's be honest like if not for this league i don't know if our love of fantasy football would be this high this this is yeah you really can't understate how important this particular league was to our growth and development as fantasy players mm-hmm. and and wanting to come to some something basically what led to this podcast yep <laughs> something yep. we've been talking about for 20 years back when it was like do you know how to make a website right we need right. fantasy website guys is that a thing yeah no i mean this this league was i mean people <laughs> were so passionate about this league that like friendships were ruined uh, I mean, you and I mastered the art of online arguing. Yes. yes. I mean, we, we we wrote pages upon pages of league posts arguing which with is, each other over which a player. Which is funny because that's really one of the main lessons I took out of this league is how not to argue. Yeah. It, yeah you can't argue opinion. Well, there's just so many things. There's just certain ways to do things. Uh-huh. <laughs> and sometimes the only way to find that out is by not doing the things and yep. uh, like oh don't do it that way that way yeah. that way doesn't work 
Yep. No, it's, it's, it's good. It's good to be back in here. Um, I think, um, I mean, five of these guys we played with for 10 straight years. So it's right. Pretty, it's, it's pretty awesome to see. Um, <laughs> good to be back in a yeah. league with senior, honestly. Yeah, it really is. I like I playing with senior. I, I mean, there's always a wild card in every league, but there's no card as wild as Jim senior. Let, let's talk about the league wild card. If you all oh, play love fantasy a good football, league wild card, there, there's no one better. I got, um, so at at work, I've I've actually got a league that's been going now for, uh, if you can believe it, like sixteen years. I've been running another league. Wow! And it's yeah. been a league. It's been a league that I started through work, and at the time, there happened to be like it was my dad, my uncle, my brother, and then a bunch of guys I worked with. Nice. <clears throat> and eventually, it's just been like anyone I work with that plays football. If someone wants out, that's the next person in. And so, right. Um, I, I was looking the other day, but but. Um, we have, we have a guy in that league who has, um, Oh, let's just say he's, uh, he's got some, some mental challenges. Um, good, okay. good guy. I work with him at the co-op. He love he loves sports. He loves the Packers. He plays with us. He always, he always loses, but he drafts his heart. Doesn't he? He drafts his heart and he, yeah. He's that one guy where, like, he wins, like, four games a year, right? right? So, like, you're always, like, ah, like, it's always, like, in that league, it's, like, if you lose to this guy, it's, like, damn it. Like, damn it. Like, <laughs> Lenny like, beat me. I tried so hard, and this guy just <laughs> makes the stupidest, most crazy, unpredictable moves. Right, because he lost likes to this him, guy. Right? And so, this, so, in that league, we're in a four, four-man keeper league, and... He uh, he puts on his – so this year I'm like, hey, who do you want to keep? And he's like, okay, I'm going to keep this guy, this guy, this guy, and Latavius Murray. And I was like, Bob, Bob, <laughs> Bob, <My>. Bob. <laughs> Ixnay on the Latavius. Did you, just, did you just not have any more Packers? <laughs> so you kept Latavius Murray? Yeah. Bob? <laughs> no. Bob, yeah, I, I'm going to give you three guys, and you choose one of these three guys instead of Latavius <laughs> Murray, who doesn't play football anymore, Bob. <laughs> but I like him. But I like it. So he, he picked. He did good for me eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. So he picked Daryl Henderson as his keeper. Okay. And he'll go into the draft, and he'll have the first pick, and it'll be you know keeper league. It'll be obvious that it should be one of these two guys, right. and he'll pick like fucking Tom Brady. And and it'll be his like and he'll already have kept a quarterback. So, <laughs> right. It's like Brady is his backup. Right. You're like he's gonna like, do good. No, Brady will be a starter because he already kept his backup. He'll have like Kirk Cousins. <laughs> right. Like Tom right. Brady, I'm set there. It's yep. like I keep you know, him been, next year. And there's been times where we've been like, you know, like it, it's a casual league, whatever, and it's been like, is it really fair? Like like this guy absolutely enjoys it. He absolutely loves it. And for right. us at the draft end, you it's actually really hard to draft because you drop your draft board and you're at pick three and you're like, one of these two guys is going to be gone. No, like, not did necessarily. Not have, <laughs> did not have Tom Brady, the 45-year-old quarterback in a keeper league as the guy who would be gone. Nope. So uh, ha- hats, wild card. hats off to you, Bob, and your horrible drafting. And hats off to all the wild cards out there. Mm-hmm. Actually, that that's what I should do. Um, I, I'm going to do some real fantasy hero ads oh, for the yeah. pod again. <clears throat> yeah. And I think wild card is going to be one. In fact, I believe I did one not too long ago. Um, I'm not even sure what it is. But uh, why don't we just drop that? Great. The Dynasty Road Trip proudly salutes... Real Fantasy Heroes. Real Fantasy Heroes. Today we salute you. Replacement for a replacement. Replacement for a replacement. With an unexpected opening at the end of the season, league-wide praise was heaped on the man who rode in on a white stallion and filled that gap. You are not that man. But when that man failed to log in to start the next season, the league looked at your qualifications of Drinking at the same bar as someone else in the league as good enough for now. But the time for high fives is over, 
as those welcoming you to the league are now your sworn enemies. So gird your loins, prepare for battle, and crack a cold one, replacement for a replacement, because the next move you make will be your first. Well, um... We didn't go west. No, well, we we are... <clears throat> see, now I see a ticky timer. Yeah, can we go through the west in 240? <laughs> ah, pretty easy. The FC West is freaking great, top to bottom, love all the pieces. NFC West, uh, love the Rams, hate the Seahawks, feel weird about the 49ers, and feel like the Cardinals are a bullshit team. But that's my, that's my overall view of the West. Um, yeah. Any, any questions? 